Welcome to Wine and Real Estate, the podcast where we drink wine, we have fun, and we learn about real estate investing. Real estate investing is so much more than just buying buildings. It's about building relationships, building your dreams, building your dream lifestyle, customizing your life. What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? It's much more than money. It's more than getting rich. It's a different type of wealth. It's the wealth of time, the wealth of freedom. It's so much more. So every week we have different guests and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your feedback. Please give us a rating, a note, good or bad. It's all about learning here. Uh, we're just being vulnerable and showing you what we learn, who's in our network, who do we find interesting. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to send us a message. So we hope you enjoy our show. And now let's get to the wine and the real estate. Hey everyone, just wanted to pause and share with you a financing tip that helped us scale our portfolio and can help you too. By working with Streetwise Mortgages, we took a strategic goals-based approach versus a transactional approach to financing. They helped us develop a financing roadmap that aligned with our goals and gave us crystal clear clarity on where the money will come from to grow, how to maximize our borrowing power, and how to structure future deals and avoid some costly mistakes that saved us thousands. The financing roadmap is complimentary for every client that, who works with Streetwise. And best of all, it comes with a summary report on the best to invest 18 Ontario markets and a comprehensive deep dive research on a market of your choice out of the 18. We highly recommend it if you're looking to grow a portfolio. To book a planning session and develop your financing roadmap, email info at streetwisemortgages.com. Info at streetwisemortgages.com. Welcome, everybody. Good evening or good afternoon if you're like Sebastian in beautiful California. We're in the North Pole, so <laughs> Ottawa, <laughs> Ontario, Canada. No snow yet. It's still nice and warm. Today yeah, it was, was 29. 29 Celsius. I have wow. no idea. It's like 75-ish for you. <laughs> yeah, close, close to right. 80. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I've, I've been to Canada a few times. It's absolutely beautiful. And with everything on fire here, it's probably where I'd rather be. So, <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's been very wet here. So we had, well, on this end, like, West Coast, they did have a lot of, a lot of fires like yourself because you're on Oh, the I West thought he was Coast. referring to the hot market. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, that too. No, that is definitely <laughs> on fire as well uh, in all aspects. So, <laughs> real oh, okay. fire. But there's actually uh, forest fires in California. Yeah, right we okay. were very uh, notorious for that. Like, fires sometimes just break out in the mountains, and it's, mm -hmm. it is what it is at this point. So, Oh, oh my! Yes. Yeah. So let's maybe introduce you, Sebastian. For those that don't know who are watching, uh, maybe just tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, let us know what you're drinking as well. Yeah. Oh, sure thing. Well, this this un unfortunately is water, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> to start off, um, hi everyone. My name is Sebastian Shug. I uh, am a publisher and multimedia artist. I formerly ran an independent publishing company. Uh, by the name of Sebastian Shug Publishing for around seven years, up until uh, the COVID-19 pandemic hit. A lot of small business owners, myself included, ended up going under. 
Uh, but for me uh, personally, I've taken that money, that time and experience, and I've found my new love in investing in uh, different asset classes. Okay, uh, cool. This show in particular <laughs> being real estate. So um, that's that's one of my big things. Um, still growing. You know, I'm, I'm 23, obviously. Don't know everything quite yet. And I guess for sake of disclaimer purposes, I would say that what I say especially under the influence, uh, is not financial <laughs> advice. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's definitely fun. Um, I, I very much enjoy what I'm doing, uh, regarding real estate investing and it's, uh, yeah, it's an experience I wouldn't trade for the world. So. Yeah, Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Can you walk us through what you've done so far? Like just what kind sure. of deals are you looking at? Single homes or whatever? So right now I'm actually looking for uh, single and duplex houses in the Midwest. Um, me being in California, it is very tough for me to locate properties here because in California especially uh, is very high. And as a 23-year-old, there's not really much that I can do to leverage that without taking on huge risks without any yeah. possibilities of return. So I decided to go a little bit more safer, look at properties in the Midwest. Uh, primarily, I entered into the, uh, I guess, real estate investing game or uh, market rather uh, through uh, investment trusts. So REITs especially. Mm. Um, in, I want to say mid next year 2022 um hopefully uh, i'll be in a uh, position where i can actually purchase my first property and i'm looking to actually rent it out um, cool. like i said looking in the midwestern districts because uh that's that's kind of hot for people right now especially in yes. california i know why a lot of people move there because <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> cheaper um but lots of open lots of real estate there so yeah and the tenant laws too are more favorable the yes. landlord laws so landlord tenants so yeah landlord laws here uh i've noticed here in new york are very very not landlord friendly uh california especially i think we get hit the hardest or one of the states that gets hit the hardest but don't don't quote me on that yeah, we have heard that it is quite stringent, the, the landlord uh, and tenant laws in California. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's the same kind of where we live. We live in Ontario, a province of Ontario. I know there's Ontario, California. We're not that close. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the tenants <laughs> right, right, right. and tenant laws are quite stringent too. So we do kind of like you invest in other provinces or states, depending. So uh, cross-border right. investing as well or... It's, really it's definitely it's definitely a lot more passive. Um, at least I consider it being because right now I and pardon me, I'm just gonna open up the bottle. Perfect. Yes. There we go. Yes. What are nice you nice pop? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So this is actually um, uh, Ilahe. I believe that's how I how you pronounce it. Ilahe. Yeah. It's a Pinot Noir. I'm very I'm very nice. much into Pinot Noirs. I'm just gonna. Okay, yeah, so I love nice Pinot Noir. Nice, nice pour. <laughs> is it from California? <laughs> this is from Oregon, Willamette, Willamette Valley, Oregon, 2019. So I know I know people say to uh, usually wait about 10 years or so for this to age. Oops. <laughs> so. <laughs> now we're drinking. Do you want to show the bottle? Yeah, we're, we're drinking actually a Chianti, Ooh. which is um, Italian. 
Oh, oh see, there you go. You just blew me out of the water with that. <laughs> no, no. <we laughs> anything, anything uh, uh, imported is is oh, delectable, um, <laughs> especially from Italy. No, that that's very good. Yeah, we love it. Italian wines are very good. And we have this little boutique here in Ottawa called La Bottega. So they really specialize in Italian wine. So we've bought quite a few bottles there. They're really good. It's like the owner's <laughs> special picks, I guess. So yes. you go to the back and you never know what to expect. It's always a new selection. And very cool. It's a lot of fun. Yes. So. But we were kind of uh, surprised you're not drinking a California wine. They're, they're well known. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I mean... I think what it is primarily is because when you live in a state or like a country or just an area for so long, you know, and I've had California wine and some California wines are, you know, they're, they're top notch. Um, for me, it's always about uh, finding outside wines or outside things um, because in California, there's a lot to do. Sure. But when you spent, 23 years here and you and you kind of get You've used to it, it all you, you've kind of seen it all and i will say that i've also kind of been uh um what's the word uh not spoiled but sort of the oh what's the word i've been exposed to a lot of alcohol in college <laughs> not uh, to say that yeah, it was yeah. like rowdy or anything like that but when when you've had you know grand crew uh at like a fancy dinner versus when you've had you know crappy box wine at a fraternity party it kind of all blends together until you actually get to sit down and you know you know have a meaningful discussion like this and really like oh what are you drinking oh yes <laughs> yes smell it enjoy the aroma yeah. and just the bottle it's a whole experience i actually you're you're fortunate you're starting quite young i did not like wine until i turned 35 and then I started enjoying it. Now I'm kind of a little crazy. We went great. It is. On the yeah. Weekend. It's very addictive. <laughs> it is. A, I'll, I'll give it that. Um, I, I, it's an expensive taste. I also say um, mm -hmm. people here, people here in California, sorry to say when it comes to either real estate investing or wine drinking, there is sort of a, like a ritzy mentality, sort of like, like snotty i don't want to say that but like yeah the people want to show off what they're what they're selling what they're buying what they're drinking so <laughs> it's very flashy I, I tend to stay away from that not gonna lie <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i don't blame you oh uh, we don't discriminate we like some wine bottles are like nine bucks and then mm -hmm. some we go more expensive but never mm -hmm. What's the most expensive we've had? Yeah, like sixty five dollars. I think Defin that's yeah. a crazy splurge for us. Definitely splurge. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> if if you know what you're paying for, then that's then that's all the more, you know? Yes. So so you said you were doing publishing for seven years. You started out really, really young and as a and, teenager, uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I started off in publishing as actually an illustrator. Um, oh, wow. I was initially hired as an illustrator to do a children's book and that children's book, one children's book became five. So it became a series. Uh, the original author wanted me to do one more. And soon those six books in total became 30 over the oh, course of five oh, years. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Thank great. you. Congrats. Uh, in the interim of that, though, in making those in making those children's books, I began to expand. I began to really start finding a love for writing and narration, and you know other facets of of multimedia publishing. Uh, I briefly did music. 
I briefly did film. Uh, nowadays, because you know, you, you still got to get the ball rolling after you know businesses fail. You got to learn how to bounce back and adapt. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, nowadays, you know, I have my full time job as well as uh, freelance work. So uh, I am a freelance illustrator. It is sort of a, a call back to my roots, and um, I mean, I love it. It's it's one of those things where. It, it, it was definitely hard to accept the fact that this that this lifestyle for me as a publisher uh, is over. But yeah, for now, right? No, for now. But learning how to adapt and learning how to, you know, keep getting on the horse, um, and especially learning what to do with the money that I accumulated over the years, yeah. which I feel that you know real estate investing, you know, other asset classes. I feel that like it was the right choice in the end. Uh, again, it's something that I wouldn't trade for the world because I, I knew that I was always into this subject, putting money away, putting it into things that could compound my interest, compound my growth. I'm always thinking ahead towards the future. So, uh, but, but at that point, I didn't even consider investing because as a kid, as a, as a teenager, yeah. <laughs> You At can't you invest spend to begin it all. With. That's very fortunate. <laughs> yeah, I was never a big spender. Um, but at the same time, when you're a kid, you know, you're when you're not 18, you can't invest anyway. So, no. yeah, yeah, it's one of those things I had to wait on. So, so what made you decide to, um, on real estate investing? Were you just kind of going through the motions, kind of looking, searching for ideas to put your money to work? Uh, definitely it was, um, it was trial and error. I did start off with, uh, stocks and mm. stocks and bonds moved on to ETFs, uh, fair amount of crypto. Uh, a lot of people my age would probably put all of their money into that. And yeah, for sure. I say, <laughs> I say, eh, you know, you might want to be a little bit Balanced more risk tolerant. Right. Um, and then when I found real estate, uh, admittedly, in the beginning, there were a bunch of people bragging about the, uh, the the gains that they had made over the course of um, course of like months or so. But I was looking at more of the practical side of it. When it comes to property, I was obsessed with uh, owning property, and that's when sort of the idea of living in the Midwest took shape because property is dirt cheap. Yeah, by comparison, at least here. And realistically, it could be a, an open space that I could afford and and rent out. And, and that's really for free, basically. So if exactly. You have tenants and mm -hmm. it's crazy what you can do. That is something that I, I loved doing that I'm still hoping to do in the next, I want to say, what month is it? October, July of next year. Um, because, uh, yeah, the, the, the amount of money, uh, full disclosure, it's from a, uh, department of defense contract. So okay. I ended up getting a job with DOD and, um, I'm hoping to be able to put that money, that bonus into something like real estate where I kill two birds with one stone, have a rental property, but as well use that rental property to, to live yes. <laughs> because, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, I don't plan on staying in California, sad to say. Uh, it's <laughs> expensive. I, I can't do it. And I, I think a lot of people in there moving to Texas, Oregon, Nevada, 
they're, they're Florida, moving even. Florida, <laughs> even it's, it's something that I don't think I'm alone in and you just have to kind of go where there's opportunity, go where people feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer follows this guy who does, what's this name? The guy who does the cooking and stuff. You move from Chicago to Florida. Oh, Flave City. So anyway, she's been following this guy on uh, Facebook. Bobby Parrish. And But, they moved, yeah, from Chicago from a small condo. And yeah, then they small. got a massive house in Florida with a pool. And the lifestyle mm -hmm. you can afford is is so worth it. Yeah, right. it's amazing I, how it, the prices hmm. like vary from state to state. Like um, everyone's saying California even. is so expensive. Yeah, it's it's expensive uh, here. Uh, and I think it's sort of disproportionate because a lot of times I feel like you don't, don't get what you're for. And that's what kind of upsets me the most because, you know, you have mm. houses that aren't worth what they're commanding. Um, I, I guess for yeah. reference, a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bathroom house in the heart of Burbank, California, which is where I am, uh, $700,000. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. not cheap. <laughs> It's not cheap, and you know, I I wish I could show you pictures of it, but picture what basically constitutes a, a shack, house. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. a shed, <laughs> a shed. Yeah, it's what what pains me the most is that there's someone who'll probably think that that's a great deal. Yeah. Um, wow. But It's I'm the not. Land value yeah. And demand. So that's really smart. At a young age, you're able to identify that you can move somewhere less expensive and then earn money and maybe come back to California if you want to, at some point living off I, of the money yeah. you've grown elsewhere. Like that's, it's not a bad way of doing things. I'm definitely hoping because, you know, California will always have a special place in my heart, but in terms of, I guess, finding my place in the world, not only as an artist, but as like a, like as an investor, you know, you have to go where the money is. No matter yeah. what it is, uh, I hate to sound so like you know black and white about it, but it's it's something that if you thoroughly enjoy, or if you would hypothetically thoroughly enjoy living elsewhere, now is the time to experiment. And I think for me, I'm very fortunate that I am such a young age, or I guess younger by comparison, that um, that I that I could do that. Yeah, you don't have so. kids. You're not uprooting them, moving school districts and things. So. <laughs> no, I'm way too young for that. I know that there's people out there who'd probably disagree, and there's other people who probably are already married and have kids. That's God bless, you know? That's just not <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> well, not everyone's ready to have kids at a young age. You have to find, no. find the right person no. and everything. Yeah, so. It's You said you were you were hoping to um, buy a property and have an apartment that kind of makes you live for free. Mm -hmm. Are you looking to buy more uh, properties than that, or um, what's kind of your your end goal? <laughs> yeah, so I I think my end goal because I know a lot of people would probably want to buy as many properties as they can and essentially funnel money, uh, you know, sort of passively. For me. I think my end goal has always been about living comfortably. Uh, I know sort of the whole like getting rich off of it is very idyllic as well as very possible because everyone doesn't matter how old you are or how older, how much older you're going to be. Everybody needs a place to live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
my theory is that, you know, okay, well then there, there's probably a property out there for me that I'm going to like in an area that I'm going to find sustainable. And me as an individual, I'm looking for something that has this long-term potential. Hmm. What that defines as to me is something that, you know, is in a good area. It has a good community and, uh, isn't, isn't teeming to the brim with what's going on in California here, which is, you know, smog and yeah. <laughs> uh, choice individuals and everything like that. And uh, ideally it would be a property somewhere. Like I said, the Midwest, I'm looking in sort of the Montana, Wyoming area where ironically there's not a big populace, oh. but it does have that location aspect to it where uh, the, the the rural areas are just beautiful yeah um, clean and nice like us we're sustainable in, yeah that's it sustainability is really important for for the future because we're seeing the effects of pollution yes. yeah jennifer grew up well as a kid in toronto our biggest uh city in canada but i mean the pollution when you go there and come back home to ottawa there's a huge difference in the mm -hmm. summer mm -hmm. the air is like yellow there's a weird gross fog so we don't <laughs> we don't have that in ottawa but i mean the opportunities not no not yet right we don't have that many cars and and factories and things so mm -hmm. that's a huge quality of life thing as well and then you're artistic so a lot of smaller cities have great art scenes uh, that are developing and you have more space to stand out in california you're right being like with everybody california it's it's very much like a double-edged sword because you're constantly exposed to all these different, you know, multimedia personas and movements and things like that. But it's really, you know, a saturated. drop in a bucket here. It's mm. very saturated. Yes. And, um, and I think this kind of just delves into more of a personal thing about me, the whole sort of like Bohemia lifestyle, you know, I've, I've been exposed to it so much to the point where it's like, it's, it's, Maybe it's time for something new, and <laughs> become a uh, suburban and, guy. <laughs> right, 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 right. And and you're absolutely right when it comes down to um, like sort of the difference in location and the smaller arts districts yeah. in these you know smaller cities. It's more so being a big fish in a little pond. That is the metaphor that I've always used because I feel like a lot of people in little you know, little towns, rural towns, you know, they can be artistic, but sort of without the artistic know-how or connections, they often feel like that they're stuck. And hence yeah. why you have a lot of people moving from small you know, towns to California, small towns to California <laughs> or small towns to New York. Whereas yeah. with me, I find myself wanting to do the opposite. <laughs> Just like lots of Canadian artists move to the States. They become movie stars and actors because mm -hmm. there is a much bigger like, right. um, art a bigger scene. Movement. Yeah, yeah, movement. Like here, Definitely. it's really limited. We're, I think the whole country is the population of California. So <laughs> wow. it's much smaller. But yeah. that's, That is ridiculous. I never put that into, into perspective because yeah, I know like much... I, I know much less people live in Canada, obviously, but yeah. California, like by comparison, California geographically is so much smaller, obviously, yeah. but we have twice as many people or we have the same amount of people, but that is like double the amount in like half the space. I, oh, yeah. 
I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yes. <laughs> no, that like the spacing here is ridiculous. Whenever we drive down, well, we, when we were allowed to drive down to the United States, you can see the difference. Even in the northern states, the highways are bigger, yeah. busier. It's uh, mm -hmm. so yeah. I can just imagine living in California it would be very, very busy. But that's something that's really that's positive that's come out of COVID. You know, like I find that doors are kind of opening. Like people are are open minded about gears. this. They're moving to other areas. They're because you can do your art, you can do everything mm -hmm. online anywhere. Wherever. So might might as well go to the area where, like where real estate's a better um, investment, or you can live for free, or what we call house hacking. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's one positive thing that's kind Hugely of come out of the positive. whole COVID thing. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely gave way to a lot of new investors and thinking about where people are putting their money. Um, and I will say in that regard, it's been very effective because California is probably one of the only states that I've seen have this much media coverage in regards to real estate investing, for example. Yeah. And back then it was sort of the opposite where it's like you have all real estate investing, but they have houses in the Midwest just because of cheaper living. Mm. Um, I think sort of a caveat to that, though, is that I've seen a lot of. I've seen some people, I think maybe it's growing. I hope, hopefully it's not growing, <laughs> but, but, but some people have found ways to, I suppose, like scam individuals, oh, like yeah. into sort of like real estate investing or just investing in general, like courses where yeah. it's not so much things are being taught so much as, Hey, we're in an environment now where people don't, have as much money as they did because there's not a global pandemic um here give me some money so that i can help you get out of it yeah and that's sort of what i find issue with i think a lot of people would but um uh it's one of those things where uh you just have to play your cards right and be safe and make right choices um i can't speak for everyone but i know of a few individuals actually close to me uh, that have bought into these courses thinking that it would, it was a good investment of knowledge mm -hmm. um, only to tank. Uh, yeah. There's so yeah. much free content. That's my recommendation to everybody is listen to podcasts. That's why we're having this type of content here. Listen to lots of it. And then if you feel something that resonates with you, then do some background research. And then, yeah, if you want to invest in a coach or mentor, absolutely. But do a lot of background research and there's so much you can do on your own like we did tons and then we asked for help when we started hitting a, like a financial roadblock but otherwise you should experiment on your own like you're doing investing with REITs and funds that's really right smart building your your um your cash mm -hmm. and then you're going to be able to buy and starting small like a duplex triplex something like that that's perfect and then yeah I really, we're, we think the same as well. We don't want to buy a million doors. We just want to be comfortable, self-financially independent and our kids. And that's it. Like, I don't want the Lamborghini or the chopper, even though I <laughs> I'm always joking. All the about advertising. It, right. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't, that's a lot of insurance and maintenance. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's too much work. Same with the crazy lawns. I mean, I imagine their water bill. Like, if oh they have a god, right? Acre lawn. <laughs> yes. Well, in ca in California, like I, I think we're still in a drought here, so you can't mm. you, you can't, can't use much water. Yeah, you go up in mm. in Beverly Hills, and you think to yourself, you know, these are 
you know, just casually four and a half, five, six million dollar houses yeah. juxtaposed on a street that is probably more broken and has more wrong with it. You know, like you, you go behind the gate onto the street and it's just it's like doomsday. But oh behind the behind the gate, it's like, oh, look at my house. <laughs> and that's kind of oh, what it wow. is here. Yeah, it's it's that's that's a whole different issue, but yeah, it's, it's one of those a, things. I, I think they were sheltered from that. We don't hear, we don't see that really. Like when you see really? things about wow. California, I don't. No, I, don't know. I always perceived it as very wealthy and clean, wealthy, but wealthy, we've never yeah. been. So yeah, I would been. say I would say like, and this isn't to get you know socio political when I say this because I always say this in the things of humor, you know, to be funny. Yeah, um, it's very wealthy and dirty. Because... Yeah, that's what I, I have heard that about Los Angeles. Yeah, it's very dirty. So it's very dirty. dirty. <laughs> wow. So lots of uneven. So that's yeah. That's the difference too with capitalism and Canada's mm -hmm. more socialist. So it's more even. But we are seeing a lot more unevenness, like some neighborhoods and mm -hmm. and areas. But we don't really have like in the states. There's a lot of gated communities. It's it's fairly uncommon here. If if it's gated it's more of a just a decorative gate it's not really oh, sometimes there's guards but it's quite rare that's for the like i super, don't think i've ever seen that i've never elite. seen it either and all my time has been to toronto i've never i've never seen that yeah yeah, yeah. no i've never seen a gated community but in gated. like in florida it's quite common it's all gated communities and private streets and yeah private it's roads. <laughs> Florida's one of those one of those epicenters of that and it's it's really because of, you know, tourists and tourists in Miami and god knows how much money is being utilized for things that probably shouldn't be shouldn't be bought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's one of those things where it's just like location 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 and I I know exactly what's going on there and I don't even live in Florida, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So Sebastian, are you looking to meet like like-minded investors? How could people get a hold of you if they want to contact you? Uh, or... Yeah, no, I'd be I'd be more than happy than doing just this, sitting down with a glass of wine and, yes. and having more discussions. <laughs> uh, so people can actually reach out to me a number of different ways. Uh, I do have a website, which is essentially my first name, Sebastian, my middle initial R, and then my last name, Shug. Uh, I'm not sure if my name is being displayed here, but um, essentially yes. just that and then .com. There you'll find my online portfolio as well as my email address, and that is the best way to get in contact with me. Um, but when I'm not on podcasts, <laughs> publicly speaking, <laughs> uh, you can actually find me on YouTube as well. I do uh, sort of my multimedia publishing comes into that where I do uh, video narrations. And, you have a um, good voice for that. Uh, thank you. No, I I always just kind of attest to it being a, a good microphone. <laughs> but no, no you thank you. Well. <laughs> um, and then that money uh, made from you know ad revenue and and donations and live streams like that um, uh, that is cycled back into investments. So uh, I think suffice to say I probably do things a little differently than the average twenty something year old going into yes. investments. But uh, uh, I could safely say that I'm not doing anything shady or illegal. And from what I've That's seen great. online, there's a lot of there's a lot of people doing questionable <laughs> things. So, yes. but you know what? Godspeed, Godspeed. 
So what what would you recommend or, or what kind of advice would you give to people who are thinking about investing, investing in real estate or funds or something? Right. REITs. <laughs> start. Definitely start because it is one of those instances where I don't think people any age at this point, especially, you know, to one, under 30 can yeah. really get away with not doing Um you often see, I'm not sure if uh, you keep up with American news, but there is a, a date set in mind that the Federal Reserve will run out of money. Yeah, it's quite oh, scary. October 16th. Now, they've since pushed back the date to, I want to say, December. But even then, that news should still unsettle you. <laughs> so that would be it's unsettling. One- it's Just one of those, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those instances where people are starting to realize the unreliable the unreliability of fiat currency, and yeah. they are starting to put their money into other asset classes. Real estate being one of them. I know cryptocurrency is is well on its way, and mm-hmm. I'm incredibly bullish when it comes to that. But I'm not bullish to an extent of me being, oh, it's going to make me rich overnight. No, no. You know. <laughs> Let's be reasonable. <laughs> you should be part of it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It, mining right now. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. No, that's, I was going to say Ontario's a, uh, or Canada rather is the prime location to do it because I think like the gas fees are, don't quote me on this, but less, like a lot less to do so, or at least ener- energy consumption is. I have um, no idea. Sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very. Uh, needle, suffice to say, I'm very jealous. I wish I was in Canada doing the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I think what it is is that people are starting to dip their toes into uh, investment class or asset classes that are unfamiliar to them because yeah. number one, they're seeing sort of the annualized returns in comparison to something like an S and P 500, for example. But they're also looking at it as you know. With this, who cares if it's illiquid? You know, this is something that I'm looking to have a 10, 20, 30, 40 year waiting period on. Yeah, long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long term. Um, at least the people that I surround myself with, they they do it long term. A, a lot more people are, they probably have a lot less patience than me. <laughs> um, because that's they where are looking. The real wealth is, is the long term yeah. investments. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I I encourage individuals who haven't started to uh, to start off small because you can start off small. There are apps that require a minimum of hundreds or thousands of dollars to invest in, you know, REITs, if this is specifically talking about real estate. And that's totally fine. Um, there are others that cost as little as a dollar to. Yeah, there's know, a new one, Addy, I think it's called. It's there's a Canadian app anyway that's starting to invest in real estate for I think a dollar. Oh really? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. There must be an American equivalent for sure. But... Yeah, no, no, there is. There's there's one called a uh, concrete, which is you know concrete, the word, but yeah. the REIT is spelled <laughs> R E I T. Oh, cool. um, you can you can put in as little as a dollar. Um, mm. and, and I'm not I'm not you know advertising these apps. I know people no, have no. to get very specific about it, but um, <laughs> I use concrete. I use Fundrise. Those are some some of the apps that I use regarding real estate investments. And um, I mean, REITs can be bought on really any brokerage. So there's a there's a plethora more. Um, But yeah, no, I, you know, again, bottom line as a TLDR, 
If you have some money that you're looking to grow, put it away. You know, don't save it. Just invest it. You know, invest what you feel comfortable in. Um, to the people out there taking out hundreds of thousands of loans and debt and attempting to use that as collateral, have fun. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do that. No, I, I, ugh, it's way too risky for my blood, but you know. No, the only good debt is leveraging in real estate. And even that's within reason. You don't want yes. to be over leveraged. Like you, we saw in your country, 2008, that was mm. over leveraging. That People was borrowing like twice the value of houses, putting yeah. in furniture. And it's, yeah, that was a shame. But now America yeah. is back. And well, I think in some, some many ways, and uh, I think it, there's some great investment opportunities, but you have to Definitely. be wise about it and don't mm -hmm. overspend. That's the golden rule. <laughs> mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. No, well, thank you so much for being on our show, Sebastian. Yes. It was nice of to course. hear a young Cheers. person who's investing, doing interesting things and in California or and, and, soon, in and soon in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, yes. no, it's it's definitely not some, you know, I don't mean to stand on a soapbox, but uh, I don't think I'm someone that you typically see every day. I, I like oh. to I like to just expand into things that seem interesting to me. And, uh, excuse me. And at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm not looking to, to be the flashy Lamborghini driving lifestyle <laughs> guru. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it really is about wealth preservation, growth and having that. Um, that financially freedom, that financial freedom. So um, I, I drink to that, really. Yes. That's too. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Are you thinking about investing in real estate? Have you been wondering how to get started and what should I do? How can I finance things? Uh, what if I run out of money or I have no money right now? So these are all valid questions. And that's why I've decided to start offering one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. So if you'd like to learn how to grow your real estate portfolio or just starting out or you want to get creative or structure a deal, I offer one-on-one -on -one sessions. And um, for, if you'd like to find out more, please send me an email at flhomescorp at gmail.com. So flhomescorp at gmail.com or 613-252-9829. And I'd love to chat with you and find out more about your story and see how I can help you. That's it. So I look forward to helping you grow your real estate portfolio. So don't forget, you can follow us on social media, Instagram. Our handle is FL underscore homes underscore corp. We can also find us on Facebook, FL Homes Corp. And um, you can also find us on YouTube on our channel. So you can see video recordings of these podcasts and more. And so until the next time, cheers. <laughs>